You'll you be able to hear it, I think. Stanton, we have Reginald Perryman, Shaka Williams, and we are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. And tonight we're going to be talking deal or no deal, fix or flips. Do we buy it? Do we uh, cash flow it? Do we not, you know, take two more looks at it? What's, what's the deal, y'all? <laughs> do we trash it? Do we trash it? Yeah. Hey, what are we going to do? Or let the city have it back. So today we got we gonna have some um agents chiming in and out with us to kind of get their opinion because y'all hear from us all the time. So we got uh Gary Carver, Gary's with KW City. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Gary. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Gary Carver, uh, KW City. Uh, been a realtor for about five years and also have a background in a code enforcement with the city of Detroit. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell y'all that. So Gary is retired code enforcement. He used to give out them, them blight notices. <laughs> mm. He probably go. got you a couple of times, Shaka. Nah, he ain't get me. <laughs> I, mean, I never can. Nah, but he might be able to help me out of some tickets over here. Nah, he, he done with that. No, I'm talking about with some advice. Tell me, uh, he got some uh background information. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's going on in the market today? Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, slow moving. All right. Slow. What's going on? I know everybody talking about Bank of America. Man, man, I got yeah. smart with calls and emails. Yeah. So what's your thoughts? I've been giving people, uh, I mean, I've been getting the same calls. It's just that um, the grant programs, it's not its not new. Well, it may be new for Bank of America, but there are plenty of grant. Well, there are other grant programs out here that offer the no credit score and um, no, no cost deals as well. Yeah. The zero down and the no closing costs. Yeah, there's a lot of um, programs, at least in Michigan, it's a lot of um, grant programs, down payment assistance. I think the biggest thing, and we'll talk about that when we cover it on our actual show on it, was the um, no credit score. And but I think what a lot of people are missing out on is the fact that you know your income is still going to be a determining factor of what you qualify for. So like you're not making you know ten dollars an hour buying a four hundred thousand dollar house. That's probably not going to be the case. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, the opportunities keep coming up. People need to take advantage of it because rent rent going through the roof. Yeah, and I don't think the program is meant for the person. Yeah, if you can afford a $400,000 house, that program is pretty much not meant for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is trying to help individuals who probably feel like they so far away from buying because of their credit, whatever the, the reasons that their credit is bruised. Um, just helping them achieve home ownership. 
Right. So if you can afford a $400,000 house, you're not in the same boat as some of these other people. Yeah, I think the idea too is because like people been paying their rent for five, 10 years and they probably can't qualify to buy a house with a payment that's actually cheaper than what they was paying for rent. You know, it's just because they want to see that you've been paying your other bills on time, even though they're not basing it on your credit score. Mm-hmm. All your all your payments can't be late. Like your rent can't be late. Your uh, credit cards can't be late. Your auto payment can't be late. You should have a good payment history. They're still looking at your history. It's just not so much credit score driven. Because you know? I feel bad for those people that was in a rental property that was able to pay but chose not to pay. And now this program come along and now they can't take advantage of it. Right. That's, that, that's going to hurt. So. What you mean? So why, you, why they can't take advantage of it? Well, I mean, you know, they're they're looking at your rental history, your payment record. They're looking at, you know, all your bills. They want to see that you pay on time still. Mm-hmm. It's not credit score driven, but it is a payment history. They're going to look at that as well to see if you qualify. So you're talking about people who had the ability to pay their rent, but they stopped paying it? Yeah. Oh, I don't feel bad for them. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You have people that were, were doing that because they knew, hey, they um, we can get funds or we can get relief for whatever oh, because that, everything yeah. that was going on. Yeah. And they were like, oh, the landlord can't put me out. I'm just going to chill. Now the landlord's selling the house. Here's an opportunity for you to buy the same house or a different one for zero down, no closing costs. But you know, we'll, we'll see how that pan out. We're going to discuss that on our other show as well. They, they call that karma. Yeah. Yeah. Gary said you keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't they didn't uh they didn't do good business. So now the opportunity is there. They, they, they I tell my son all the time, you got if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Yeah, so stay ready. All right, so um we're gonna evaluate a few properties today. Jaja, what you got going on? What's what's going on in your real estate life? You just bought a property. <laughs> you just bought a property? Yeah. Closed on it um last two weeks ago. When we was in Austin. To, yeah, for Mega Cap. We were there and it was closing. So that's always awesome when you're closing out sellers and buyers. And because uh, that actually did happen too. We were closing other transactions as well and buying a house while we were away. So you said you um, closed, like like 10 deals in the past week week or two right mm-hmm. something like that i got it. <laughs> you told us so many you forgot <laughs> right that's pretty good <laughs> i just gotta you know it, the thing that i guess we need to know is we gotta still keep that pipeline full though so yeah you know just because they close it don't mean nothing you gotta we gotta um you know load them load it back up load that chamber back up right so but yeah, I mean, same thing. Um, people have been asking about the Make Bank of America program. I have been steadily, you know, trying to pay attention to what's going on in the market around here. I mean, I'm just seeing so many more properties now. Um, a lot of days on the market, they kind of just, you know, sitting out there. And, you know, maybe they're not priced right. Who knows? I don't know, but I know for some of our buyer clients who haven't been able to get settled, 
like I, I've, I've been messaging people like, hey, you know, right now is your time, especially, you know, these people who are buying un, like between that 250 and 300 range. Yeah. Like they they are really um, seeing some opportunities to get a really nice house and good square footage land in the area and be able to negotiate some terms in their favor. So well, That's cool. Gary, what you see? Well, Gary, you work with a lot of investors, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got a couple listings that's kind of um, staying on the market. Um, seem like the buyers are getting a little uh, pickier now. I guess they, you know, got uh, options. So um, it just it just um, a lot. Even even a couple of that I just closed on. Um, you know, I guess the negotiations um, has been kind of um, uh, layered out. So it's just not going as smooth as it was just a couple months ago. Um, There's a lot of uh, competition now. Like she said, a lot of uh, days on the market now. But um, so we'll see if it changes. Oh, okay. Cool. Are your investors still buying heavy? Like, are they still looking for the deals or are they kind of slowing up any? Uh, they, they're definitely still looking for the for the deals, um, and you know they're out there. Um, some of them, well, in my price range, a lot of them are are definitely under the fifty thousand range. So they they're still buying those up, even right. you know twelve thousand, five thousand. So they they're still buying those up and um you know flipping those. So, um, so I don't really have a problem with with that area there. Okay, cool. All right, let's yeah, see. I agree with Gary 100%. Um, it's not even uh, like Janita said something about them not being priced right. I don't I don't think that pricing is the issue in a lot of the houses that I'm seeing um, stand on the market uh, because people are still making out of whack offers. You know what I mean? So you would have to be like $50,000. You have to be like way overpriced for pricing to be the issue as to why you stand on the market right now. Um that listing that you had in, in uh, on party is a perfect example of that. Like for that listing to be on the market that long, and they come and offer that a twenty six thousand dollar difference, like that lets you know right there it's not it's not necessarily pricing. I don't think you can blame it on that. I just think that yeah, it's I mean, a situation where the, where the buyers are, I, I feel like they're scared right now. I feel like they got information. I think they've been misinformed a lot of them, um, and that's been uh scaring them from from purchasing houses yeah i just offered that as uh one of the potential reasons why some of them could be yeah so, i'm saying I'm, I'm, I say, who, know, who, who knows who knows what the actual reason is i mean you but, got a lot of people but you had a lot of buyers that were basically saying like shoot we're just gonna take a break they could just yeah, take a break for sure <laughs> so we but we will all agree that the investors haven't slowed down at all no right yeah. No. So, all right. So yeah. the, the buyers are kind of fluctuating a little bit with the market changes in the rates and um, responding to how long the property's been on the market. They're making different types of offers. But from the investor side, they're just like, hey, just keep finding me deals. They're mm -hmm. not slowing down. Yeah. All right. Let me let me share my screen here. I want to analyze a property. So um, we all get properties from other investors, from realtors. Uh, we get seller clients that are just trying to get rid of properties whatsoever. And we get deals from wholesalers as well. 
So this particular property, so we're going to do this one first. And we want the, um, we want people to chime in too, like if this is a deal or no deal. So this property is, um, this came up. Now they didn't give the address, but based on the comps they use, we kind of know the area. And if you want to reach out to um, the contacts here and inquire about this property, you can. But the comps they use were Ohio, Griggs, and Cloverline. And at first glance, when I looked at the property and I looked at these comps, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know about it. Mm -hmm. Know about it. But the comps are supported. The issue is um, they're asking 19000 at the time. They did have a deadline, offer deadline. The buy now price at the time they sent this out was 29000 What they were trying to do is say, hey, instead of bidding on a property, you can take it now for this price. So they're saying it's an $80,000 spread. Now on the surface, hey, I can get a property for, you know, under 30,000, um, but it's got 80 into it at 99 ARV. I'm already underwater, right? So I'm at 109. But if the property has some upside, maybe for a long-term rental, it may make sense depending on your strategy. But just based on these numbers, what do you guys feel about that just on the surface level as a deal with this amount for the ARV purchase price plus what we think the repairs may be? I mean, for me, no deal. Before, before going into the house and just using like what they offer as, you know, the ARV, I would right. just say, okay, for me personally, as an investor, I would have to be all into that house at $65,000 and then, you know, I would evaluate it from there. Can I get everything done at that price? That's that's how I would determine if it's a deal or not. And then also right. the um, the gravity of the work. All right. So, um, so we're saying, so I think we all agree that when you buy a property, you don't want to be no more than maybe like 60 to 70% of the arv all in right right especially on the buy and hold because on a, on a flip you're going to base it on your return on investment and the minimum amount of profit you want but even as a buy and hold you want some equity so let's just assume we're around a hundred thousand range between maybe like 90 and 100 based on these comps and let's assume the buy now price is twenty nine thousand. now here's the house so the biggest factor in this is the work, but not only the work, it's the season that we're in. Shaka, so when we look at this house, and let's just go through this for the audience here. So we got, this is the first photo of like the living room here. They call this a major rehab. Right, major wow. rehab. Yes, and major so rehab, I, uh, numbers got to be way more. So, yeah, so got you, yeah, you gotten this to the studs? I don't think you can. I don't think you had the money to get this to the studs. I don't think this is a house that you're going to, I mean, if you're trying to, it, it depends on the investor, but I don't see that they can afford to gut it down to the studs. Right. But let's, let's just say, based on the photos we're seeing, let's say if they did have the money, 
based on the amount of work you're seeing on the interior, is this a, a complete look at this, man? That's frozen. That must be old. Cause I look like yeah. that's frozen water. Possibly, yep. So that means it's it's probably some additional damage to um the foundation if it froze, right? Because the basement could just backed up or whatever and just froze. I mean, yeah. it didn't, don't necessarily mean that it affected the foundation, but okay, checked. So, so Shaka or Gary, so we we all agree that this would have to be completely stripped and gutted. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a major undertaking there. Um, even starting with the area for me, um, I don't know if I would drop that repair budget over there um it just seemed like the numbers wouldn't make sense um for that one over there uh the budget would definitely have to be a lot lower for the construction uh for, right. me, for it to make sense yeah but look i'll tell y'all this so i know we just threw the number 80 out there because it looks scary so this is where some investors really um can capitalize especially if you're here in detroit and if you do any of the work yourself as opposed to subbing everything out because for real, what we're seeing is you go back to, I mean, these, this is just a clean out, right? This is all, you just got to clean all this stuff out. This upstairs don't look like it's necessarily a gut. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then uh, that's a clean out. Clean out. Cleaning. And, I mean, that's some, that looked like some rotted wood there. Yeah, this looked like probably an entrance from the side door to the yeah. basement. That's there well. Yeah. But but with some elbow grease, look, if you get a couple people that's going to get together with you and y'all go, if you get four people together, uh, you and Elijah do some of y'all clean outs, right? A little bit. Not nothing this big. Hell no. Nah. Oh, <laughs> this is, this is fire damage. No, I said clean out, not the demo. Talk about the no, I, but like So, I mean, Reggie then went out and cut grass and all that stuff. I, I, but not on something of this magnitude. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the HGTV. I'm not romantic about doing no work on no houses. I have cut some grass. I have helped with like some minor stuff. And that's only because it was like a contractor delay. But that is not, that's not me, man. I'm hands off as possible. I agree. But somebody I, that's a lot more hands on, they could save a whole lot of this, a, lot, a, a whole lot of money and make this project not look as daunting. Keep going, okay. Rich. Because it looks scary because like a lot of projects do before you remember that project that you came over um in township of royal oak about right. you was like hell nah you know what i mean well let me let me say this i was mm -hmm. saying hell nah for the amount just like this right we looking mm -hmm. at the the cost of rehab the acquisition mm -hmm. costs and the arv i don't see the numbers there from somebody that's paying for a contractor to do everything top to bottom now like you said, when you said if somebody can go over there and do some of this themselves, they'll save a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. But how much do you think they'd save before they get to the point where they have to hire? Because um, all your electrical, everything don't need permits, right? Yes, it's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but again, people see stuff like this and the most the average investor is going to get scared, but the ones that's willing to take that task on, they might find them a little jewel. Okay. You know, but so I agree with you though. So our purchase, we acquired um, township for how much, Johnny? Like 35? 
I think Janita is still muted. You muted, Janita. Are you talking? Sorry, I was talking. Oh. All right. I believe it was 27. I believe it was 27. Okay, 27. And they'll say that on the high end, you know, we 100 into it, right? What's your ARV on that property, though? 220. 15. All right. See, I that's said. a different story. So you got a, you, you acquired that one for 27. You got 100 into it. Right. How much right. more do you think you got before you finish with re renovations? Uh, we can really finish. Like it, it's something I could go finish like in in the in about a week or two, really. Okay. But it's just you know time. Yeah, just so time doing something. But that's a bigger spread because here they're saying okay, they're saying the ARV is eighty nine is is ninety nine. Um, acquisition. Let's take it on the low end. Nineteen. They're saying it's an eighty k spread, right? Mm -hmm. So out of that eighty k, you got to factor in the renovation cost. Mm -hmm. um, let me hear everybody's opinion on this. If you was doing some of the I'm work, sorry, you know, I was right. What you think the cheapest you can do this project for? hiring me out to do it you probably wouldn't you wouldn't hire me but i, I mean that's what i'm saying i guess it depends on the investor and their uh investment strategy or their strategy their repair strategy you know what i mean like right. i don't know that you can hire Wait. a construction company so out let's 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 look at okay if i could do all the labor what would the materials cost right I, I think you can get away with yeah. 20, 20, 25 in material. All right. That's considering the roof. Remember, you got to do some siding, mm -hmm. the roof, all your drywall, mm -hmm. your painting, your flooring, your kitchen, all your cabinets, mm -hmm. all your plumbing, and your electrical, and your HVAC. Nah, because y'all saying all that we have to do, but I'm, I see this, and I don't see that you have to do every single thing i hear it but uh we would have to go over there to kind of see it you know what i mean Man. Like, even there, look you know, i'm sitting here and i'm it. looking at this house <laughs> and i've been in plenty of houses which i can get by the house around it. everything coming out of the house Down, that's what i said everybody going on boards i'm but I'm everybody was in the house falling through the floor i see right. i see listen i seen sir people can go in here and like in this bathroom so for us we would demo that bathroom but you don't have to demo that bathroom you can and go I in agree. here and, uh, uh uh clean that up you can spray that tub and that damn that tile and put some uh luxury vinyl plank put you a hundred dollar vanity a hundred and fifty dollar toilet in there and uh uh fifty dollar faucet and you got your your bathroom was put together for less than twenty five hundred dollars all right, but what you still got your plumbing, your windows, right? Okay, thousand dollars on plumbing. Your flooring, you thousand you in your windows, right? Well, so 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 again, because you you just said twenty five thousand. We putting in all new windows in this house. I don't see all. Like, go back to the there. Let me see how all you. All right, we gonna go back. And while I'm going back to that, um, Audrey Williams just asked, "What is the spread?" Somebody want to answer that, or y'all want me to answer it? Yes, I could answer that spread. So in this case, their spread is they're saying the difference between the purchase price and the ARV, which is the after repair value. We normally don't use spread in that term. Our spread is normally what our profit is, our potential profit is. They're using spread like the max profit, but they haven't even taken away their expenses yet. 
I mean, yep. they haven't talk, taken away their repair and their um, holding costs. They just got. Uh, so there's the difference between the, the purchase price and what the ARV is. Right. And it, so basically they saying once it's fixed up 99,000, you buying it for 19, you got an $80,000 spread in between the two. But you may have to, if you hiring a contractor and can we all agree that you're going to spend 80,000 to hire a professional contractor? Yes. Definitely. Okay. That's all. Because if you do it yourself, let's say you save forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars or fifty thousand dollars, and you have thirty all in, at thirty thousand dollars all in, and spending four months of your time as a as a personal contractor for yourself, forty thousand with the nineteen, at fifty nine thousand for would it be in a ninety nine thousand dollar home? Is it worth it? For somebody, it might. That if you say four months, that's ten thousand a month. They over, they in six figures. All right. What you think, Gary? Yeah, like you said, for some people. But personally, um, I value my time a little more. Um, I, I'll be trying to get in and get out of my my flips. But um, for some somebody, it might it might make sense for them um, if they can do some of the work themselves, and um, you know, it, it might be a good deal for them. Yeah, all see, right. all that stuff scare people. But if somebody go back there with their little chainsaw, then, oh no, I thought someone's wrong with the foundation. They go back there with their chainsaw. Uh, yeah, I do see them windows and that roof back there. Yeah, yes, man, you you tearing, you got to redo all the wood. Well, yeah, back there for sure. Yeah, see, this man and the windows. You got to get rid of them trees first. Yeah. Yep. So so here's the thing, right? We all know people that brought a house and was like, I'm going to fix it up myself. And in 2023, they'll still be working on it. Right. <laughs> right. Now, the value may go up another 10 or 15,000, but they hold in cost. Because here's the thing if you buy this house now, you have to do that roof probably within the next month to a month and a half if you're doing it yourself. No amateur is going to be able to do that roof in November, December. Will we agree with that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you got to do the roof. You got to do the wood. You got to pull permits. You got to you got to put the wood in right, because that can cause a huge problem if you you don't put the wood right. So, so hire hire so a professional to do the roof, and then you do everything else. It depends on the individual, right? But I'm saying, so look, for me, right. this is not, this is a no deal, but I'm saying you got to be careful. Like, I just don't want nobody to come back. I don't want to have to argue with people, right? This is a deal that could potentially work for somebody else. It's not a deal that I would be, that I would look at. I would come see these pictures is enough for me to delete that email and just keep on yeah. going, you know, moving on with my life, right? Mm-hmm. But some people will see these pictures and still go out to the property. And then, you know what I mean? And and try to come up with a way where they can, can make the situation work. And it can work for some people, just not for, for me. All right. So let's let's vote on this, right? And then anybody that's on, on the chat, I think, I, I don't know if Audrey's still on here. So we're going to vote a couple ways on this, right? Mm-hmm. First, as a buy and hold, based on what we're seeing, the purchase price and the amount of work, buying and holding this property is a rental property. Do we think it's a deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. No deal. We got one for no deal. 
I say no deal, but we didn't look at the rental rates over there. What's the, what y'all think they're getting in rent? The max you're gonna get this is a four bedroom. I would say right now the max you're gonna get is about 900, 925 because of the rental market right now. Completely mm -hmm. fixed up and nice. No deal. But I got a question, I got a caveat. So if you if you're somebody that's getting ready to take a big ass hit tax wise, uh, and you you can put this hundred thousand in here, and uh uh that's Al. Al said no deal too. Yeah. Um but it, you 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 getting ready to take a big hit uh, tax wise? You can put your money here. Like where you gonna put your money at? You gonna put your money in your asset, or you want to give your money to Uncle Sam? Yeah, but all right. Let's say let's the person that's thinking like that is probably not the same person doing the work by themselves. Agreed. So, all but right. they so, the person that's gonna hire a contractor so, in the eighty. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. let's let's also think about this, right? Yep. If you gonna put if you're gonna put ninety nine thousand, there's a lot of other investment opportunities for ninety nine thousand dollars. Agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. So we got no deal for Audrey. We got no deal for Sneaker Man. You said his real name is what? Al. All right. So Al and Jaja said no deal. I'm saying no deal. Shaka, you said no deal mm -hmm. for for me. And Gary, what you say? I said no deal. Nope. All right, so this is a no deal for a buy and hold. And I'm assuming with that being said, we all agree it's no deal for a buy and flip. Absolutely. No, no. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> for the person that's out there that want to um, buy this property, I'm going to pull up the contacts information. They sent this deal to me. Um, look, this was probably the VA. I don't know if that's the actual person. But this is their contact information. We don't bash wholesalers. We work with them. We find some great deals for wholesalers. We just want y'all to be aware of how to properly evaluate your investment property. Correct. All right. Okay. So I had um we we I want y'all want to evaluate this property for um Mr. Cordell. He sent me some pictures. I can shoot yeah. them over to you, uh, Rich. Yeah. I just sent the address. Gonna... Yeah, we'll we're gonna now. Is the property on the market? Is is it something a private sale off market? It's sale? a private. It's off market. Okay. Yeah, we can evaluate it. Now we got this property here. Let me pull this one up, and I'm gonna come back. Let me just stop sharing, and I'm gonna get that Parkside property. To be corrected, first somebody go look it up when we get ready. Say it was thirty five thousand. My bad. He was right, Shaka. Get I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> I just was looking at the thing. I'll be at. All right. So let's take a look at this one here. And we got. All right. So in this property, they actually sent the address. This is 15500 Ashbury Park. Um, this is a four bedroom, one and a half bath, approximately 1500 square feet. Now, the first thing I do is I look at, I want to see, they're, they're using, they're saying the ARV is 155 to 160. Anybody familiar with that area? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
That's how we the ARV that they propose without looking at any comps. I think it's about right there because that's um right on the that's outskirts. Of, um, Rose, yeah, that's right on off uh, Rosedale. Okay, all right. And they're asking uh fifty fifty four nine for it, which is which is not bad. So just looking at the spread, um, Audrey, <laughs> the fifty four nine and the one fifty five to one sixty. So you got just over a hundred thousand. So we just want to see um how much work is going to be needed that's going to eat up that $100,000 to determine our um, our profit, our potential profit on, on a buy and flip. Oh, they already got somebody there working on cars. You can make this a business. <laughs> so let's see if these photos come up. So the street is nice. This is a nicer block. Mm -hmm. um, the roof don't look that old, though. I mean, they said the HVAC is older. Oh, I see why they were showing. They're showing the concrete crack. Yeah. FHA. Maybe. But that, that's, a, that's a trick right there. That's an old school trick. Yeah, put a car on top of it. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. It still work, by the way, too. It does. <laughs> nah. Yes, it do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. They were crazy to be like they couldn't see the driveway. They need to come back. Nah, they need like shovel that snow. So yeah, if they include yeah. the old school, it might make the deal even sweeter. <laughs> so I had that one to my um email, and I actually thought about going and checking that one out because that's it don't look too bad. Yeah, this don't look bad. And then at the, all. Who, the comps the are actually higher. This was um. They don't, he don't give his name a wholesale them, but that's their contact information if y'all are interested. But who is it? They don't get um, This is um this their number deals. Oh, uh, that's uh, Dean. Dean, okay. Really not Dean though. That's what I'm saying. That's a fake man. Uh, it's really not Dean. Okay. Um, well, oh, Detroit discounted property. So that's who sent this one. So let's see. So so far, it don't look bad. They got a lot of. I like when wholesalers put like um, as many pictures as possible. Some of them send videos, mm -hmm. kind of make your life easier. The interior, of the garage, don't look too bad. Um, I like when they show like realistic pictures. Like, yeah, it was a, probably a roof leak there at some point in time in the garage. Um, hot water tank is on. It looked like the basement probably flooded or something mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Or either leak and it's sitting right on the ground. They got some pecs in there. Yeah, it definitely has some water down there. Yeah. All right, it's showing you everything. Uh, it don't seem too bad. I mean, I this. So this one I don't see putting, you know, fifty and sixty thousand into it. So the spread may be decent, but on this one we're actually going to run some comps and see how realistic that ARV is. What are you doing with this kitchen? So what we would do is we would change. It. I mean, it just depends. It just depends on your budget. So when we go look at the uh, comps, we'll be able to tell what we got to do. So I don't just go in there automatically assuming I got to put everything brand new. 
Right. Uh, I got to go see what the other comps are showing me that I got to do. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, so you're basing you're basing the quality of finishes you do based on what the market is saying. So, like, if all the comps are showing completely updated kitchens, you may lean more towards making your home more comparable. Right. Right. Most people will see this and be like, "Oh yeah, I got to go in and gut the kitchen." Mm-hmm. And we do it and start cutting into their budget. What's your thoughts on this kitchen, Janita and Gary? I'm look, I'm sat here and trying to I can't even see this kitchen. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Floor? Yeah, it's kind of dark. Make it bigger? Floor. Um, no, it, it that's about as big. Oh, hold on. Let me see. We, we definitely I don't for me personally, I will be um really trying to redo that kitchen like you gotta gut that soffit i mean is that for mica like what is what kind of cabinets are those that's probably for mica or something what if the comps have for mica countertops the comps have 155 they got for mica countertops what's your thoughts gary (laughs) yeah i kind of agree with shock it just depends on what what the area is doing because you know we deal with a lot of um sellers who just even the sellers just automatically think that they have to just do certain things that's going to add value and it don't necessarily uh, mean that so it just got to make sense um for that area at the time so but just looking at that one yeah it might need some uh changing out all right yeah yeah i I painted a lot of cabinets and properties too like if the cabinets are good and then we just changed out the countertop so Mm -hmm. i agree with shock on that i'm I'm not going to upgrade it more than what the market is so that's what we got to do next to see that look like a room that they yeah so you can see the kitchen a little better on this one yeah um it don't look that's up floor. the floor is actually looks like it's down to the sub floor yeah mm-hmm. like you might be able to keep the yep. just, put the and just start putting the floor down yeah mm-hmm. a lot of soffit and filler in there so we we got investors that'll come in and, and you can correct me too gary if you got if you've seen this like we got investors that just demand on coming in here and putting in ceramic or granite countertop and, mm-hmm. and marble floor tile yeah and it might not even be necessary right yeah they they just automatically had that mindset it's just like the playbook a b c d is just what they're going to do you know and uh all of them don't necessarily take that they just come in painting over wood and and hardwood floors. It's you know just going crazy. Um, I guess I don't know if it's just the newness that they see on TV or whatever, but um, you know, just doing unnecessary stuff to projects that don't have to be done. Right. Yeah. So this this looks like the dining room. Um, it don't look too bad. I would redo that ceiling. Though. I I hate like when they popcorn the ceilings and do all of that stuff. Yeah, this house just dark. They don't got no lights on. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you got to brighten it up. This look like an extension, like a porch or something like that. I wonder if this is the second floor to that, to the rear room or something up there. But that's where it looks like that's where probably the most damage is. It don't look too bad. No, it don't look bad. 
So we're going to actually just, we're going to run some comps because my question is, what is the, they're telling us that the ARV on this one is 155, 160, and that's 15,500 Ashbury Park. So I'm going to pull up real comp. What are you thinking on the um on the comps, Janita? Would you would you try to push it or in this market or would you stick true to whatever the comps are saying? I think over here you can push it a little bit. Um but I will go in with a 169 and doing everything based on that number. And then you know we get once we get ready to put it on market, we'll reevaluate it. All right, so they're saying 1,500 square feet. So no, we would not do that. We wouldn't what? We would not go at a 169 right now. Uh, it's I, I don't see how. I mean, which, why are you saying that? Why are you saying we would be going to a safe number? So the, for the audience, the reason I asked the question is because a year or so ago, your strategy would be a, could be a little different. Yeah. If the counts were like 150, you complete this, you probably can say, okay, I'm going to come to market for 158, 160. Now in this market we in, if the counts say 150, you might want to be 145. Look. Yeah. Because they're going to ask for concessions. They're going to ask for every damn thing else. I, I don't think we could be aggressive. We're definitely not being aggressive. Yeah, I never All said right. we were being aggressive. I said I would go into it doing everything to do you know everything that we would do would be based on the what we see as far as the numbers our easy sale number and that's 160 right here all right and so, but we're, the reason why reggie asked and that at least i believe so because of where it sits at um it's property selling for a lot more no he's asking you that because he's saying if we know that the other comps are if they say 155 to 160 normally we would push it because we know we're going to do high-end work or so that they're going to have, we can push that number, but in this, that's a different market. So in this market right here, I'm feeling like we can push anything. You'd be, it's too much of a gamble right now. Like we haven't even figured out where the, where the car is going to fall yet. You know what I'm saying? Like we just said, we just talked about it at the beginning of this houses are staying on the market longer. It don't matter if it's a good house. It's staying right. on the house longer than it, than it did, but you know, six months ago, Yes, we could be aggressive in this in this market. I don't feel like we could be aggressive in, as an investor. Yeah, I think you got to price it kind of right at the first time, make a true one, so you don't have to keep going back and do price reductions. So, can't yeah, really absolutely. Push and we always reevaluate our properties before we list them, so we know right what a comp what we need to list at. But we need this number, so, so we can. I, I will. I will. I will go in. So if I were buying this property. I will go in doing everything at this 160 ARV. And then and whenever it's completed, we will rerun numbers again. Then we, we price based on the current market and what everything is selling for. That 15,358, let's look at that one first. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is for, for the purpose of the audience, I want to explain what we do when we evaluate a property, both as investors and as a realtor. So we look at 
most people like when you see these comps most people are going to send you let's see what he sent over real quick most people are going to send you comps so he's saying it's arv 155 to 160. on here he has his cma so this is this wholesale is pretty good because they sent you pending comps and they sent you sold comps so the reason we look at pending so and active in this case active is probably the most important because you start seeing property sitting on the market 62 days at 159. when these properties sold these properties probably was listed back in march or april and it took them you know some you know a month and a half to close so you can see back then properties were selling in one day you got this one 260 days that don't always mean it was on the market 260 days it probably had a deal fell through came back on the market another <coughs> deal and so on and so forth but we only see three properties over 150 on the sole end even though they're pretty high um above the 155 but we only see three of them then we how, see the how, how many months did you go back i went back let me look at my criteria i probably oh, yeah. i actually went back a year all right because it wasn't a whole it was enough comps but i wanted to kind of see how many comps and then narrow it down to i'm at a year now too i'm at a year since i since uh yeah no nah. yeah because it wasn't a lot a whole lot of inventory on the market mm -hmm. to choose from so then we'll narrow it down to six months then we'll take it down to three months and see what the data supports so just looking at our active the active properties are our competition if we put this home on the market right now for 155 we competing with 159 and 130 that's already 25,000 less than us. But keep in mind, the subject property is a four bedroom. So we will have to make a slight adjustment for this. But then here at 159, so let's just look at this property. Now, oh, this is the other thing. This property was originally 155, which is our ARV price they dropped it to 130 it's been on the market 102 days so they already dropped it 25,000. i feel like they got more curb appeal yeah but they don't they only have one photo which is kind of like sometimes a bad sign especially in this price range for this area now one thing that we got to pay attention to this is why you got to look at more details evaluating these properties this property is currently tenant occupied and they leased on expiring to September. It so is. this is Gary, in your opinion, how would, how would, um, owner occupant buyers feel about that? Owner, not, not good at all. Investors more would deal with it more than, um, you know, first time home buyers or, or homeowners. Um, cause they want to see more pictures. First of all, they want to get in a uh, property. Um, investors will buy a site unseen if, if it's a good deal, but homeowners, they'll pass this one by, because uh, they don't want to deal with the headache of the tenant, inheriting tenants, eviction and stuff like that. So that's probably one reason that a lot of these houses stay on the market, even though it look nice, they just don't want to deal with the headache. Tenants don't want to let you in to see them. 
um you know and stuff like that won't let the inspectors in the prayers in it just it just be a lot of uh, stuff that goes along with those yeah so the um the thing with this too is like an investor is not gonna pay market value for the property like an owner occupant buyer would right so just having a tenant in there sometime sometime um it puts a negative impact on your market value of the property because now come September, this will probably be an easier sale once the tenant is out. Right. A lot easier. I mean, like literally, even when the tenant is letting the person in, it still impacts it drastically. Yeah. Because some tenants, they don't keep the house clean or they have a bad attitude when you show up. Mm-hmm. But they keep saying, I, I, I don't want to move out my house. Yeah, the state right. house, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I got one just like that right now where it's just difficult. Yep. So I, I got one, um, a duplex that I just sold. Um, she couldn't, the inspector couldn't access the second unit. Um, you know, he was only able to inspect the first unit. The tenant wouldn't let him in the second unit to do the, the inspection. So it was, it was just crazy, but. She ended up buying it anyway, but just just example right there, how tenants can mess up your money. Mm-hmm. This look like a high end finish, Reg. How much is this one? Yeah, so this is the one on this is the one on Biltmore. It's one fifty nine. It, it's been on the market a total of sixty two days. They must have pulled it, or um, yeah, they switched it from new to pen. What the hell is PS? Yeah, probably actually saved. Yeah, they probably originally put it in and then didn't make it active until a later date. But I mean, 159 with two months on the market. Well, 16 days from now. This is not a bad property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, look at that. That's why you can't go aggressive. That's why we couldn't. I wouldn't even buy it. So I'm telling you right now, I'm slamming this deal. <laughs> yeah. All right, what you think, Gary? <laughs> It looked like the numbers is right there. I don't see any wiggle room. Um, yeah, they like they might have overdid this one. They did a nice job. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what most people see when they see flips. This is what they expect. Right. Yeah. It's a job like this. Um, uh, and you know, to I mean that that side and ain't you know, they don't look like they did the siding, but everything on the inside, it looked like they did a good job. Yeah, so going back to that kitchen that we mentioned earlier, um yeah. Got to remodel it. Yeah, these are new kitchens, cabinets, Mm -hmm. um, and they put the butcher block countertop up there. But let's see something, too, because I want to look at some of these sold properties. And let's go back to that one, too, when Johnita come in. So you have mentioned one that, oh, this one down the street from the subject that's pending. Uh, Here they go with the Twilight video uh, Mm -hmm. photo. So this only been on the market four days and it's pending. So I I don't know, Shaka. This was down the street. The other one was on the market a while, but this one um this one nice too, and it went Mm -hmm. pending in four days. So it's under contract. Mm Hmm. Um. Yeah, kitchen pretty similar. You can't. I don't know if they can. Yeah, this is this not a granite countertop. That look like that's marble. That don't. Can you go in any? Oh, let me see if it. No, I won't let me. Um, 
No, it won't let me. All right. Uh, let me see here. Identical to a uh, memorial almost. Is that where this is by? By memorial? Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, then not really. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a marble. Yeah, and what's funny is, so we look at this property. Let me go back and see. So we look at this property and going back to that other one. So this was on the market four days and it went pending. And then the other one, the Biltmore, was a total of 62 days and it hasn't went pending at one. Let me see if it's any other factor. So it's a two-car In the Asbury Park, um, you and you and Janita both do y'all. I don't do mine. How y'all doing? I like the thumbnail so I can see what I'm looking at. Oh yeah. So this is 159. The question is, what did this go under contract at though? That's when you get to calling that uh that agent and see if they really you know. share anything. Yeah. So for for investors and people out there. A lot of times your realtor, when we pull in comps, even though this is under contract, who's to say it's not under contract for 140 or 150, mm -hmm. right? So we got to factor mm -hmm. that in too. And I'm bad promise they didn't redo it. Yeah, they did. They redid it. Not on Biltmore, not the one where Reggie said he wanted to go and see if it was any differences. They just sprayed that with paint and this we got one? luxury vinyl on the floor. The 15472. Built more. Yeah. Um, yeah, something else. I see. I, I seen another red flag that tell me that they probably didn't get this under floor offer price. They the the uh in the go back to the other one. This one. Yeah, one. They said that there is no uh, utilities on. They don't have. You know what I mean. That normally mean that the buyer is hurting for money. Uh, they talk. Go back to go back to that, Reg, and look at the uh, the comments. Yeah. Okay. So it says, um, so they got new windows, um, totally redone baths. New. They installing the furnace. Um, looks like they're gonna install the furnace prior to closing, which is kind of common. Mm -hmm. But you see what they got. Power is not on at the moment. Please show during daylight hours. Home is being watched by next door neighbor. So they don't have no, they don't have the utilities on. They don't have a, an alarm. Well, they're gonna have it's to turn the utilities on though. For that's not a big deal to me because they gotta turn them on for the uh, inspection and for the appraisal. It's a telltale sign for uh an investor that's in distress. So now I can come in there and I can offer a little bit less with that investor hmm. for me. I'm so in four days, huh? It went pending uh, in four uh, days. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think think in four days. What you think, Gary? Yeah, I'm not knocking no that. money off uh, just because of that. I don't think that's a red flag. So listen, I got it. I got a. I got a seller right now. That's in a very. I mean, and I see it all the time. But I got a seller right now that's in a similar situation. And uh, yeah, they they get desperate. You know what I'm saying? Individuals get desperate based on. Uh, that's how you make deals when you see stuff like that. 
I, me personally, I'm gonna. That's when I'm gonna have Janita to go submit an offer. I mean, an offer on that house. That's definitely not for the full asking price. Um, definitely ain't coming in there giving you full asking price off the rip. All right, so let's see this house that sold for one sixty six. This looked like a house. I don't know if this was a well. It could have been a flip. That kitchen countertop looked kind of basic. Oh no, yeah, that's that's for Mike. That's the cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, probably they bought them cabinets from. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, they didn't redo the bathroom. They just put in probably new. Um, don't even look like they put in. No, they might have put in new pedestal thing, but and the toilet. Yeah, don't look. Um, name do the uh, I mean, that was sold for 169. Yeah, this it's sold, so I mean, 166 in June. And it's four bedroom, like the subject property is, like this one is. And That's it's so um, perfect. and it's um, it's just a little bit bigger because ours 1500 square feet, but bigger and our, our brick, but uh. Yeah, so what's what's y'all thoughts on it? Just based on the comps that we've seen. Um, first of all, let me ask y'all this. So the 155 to 160 ARV, is that realistic based on the it comps? Is. It seems like it is. I think it is. All right. Um, the asking price 54.9. And what's y'all thoughts, y'all? For so let's say this for a buy and hold. Is anybody paying? This much for a buy and hold for the 54.9. Cause I think at 54.9, it's worth buying and holding it, considering how much. Cause when you fix fix and flip it, you gotta put a little bit more into it. Do y'all agree with that versus renting it? Definitely. The numbers uh, work both ways. Buy and hold and the um fix and flip. So in the buy and hold, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put anywhere near. I would. It don't look like you got to put that much money in there to, right. to make it habitable. Yeah. All right. So make it, make it clean. Shocker, shocker, deal or no deal? Uh, Janita would make this. A, this would be a deal. All right. Janita. Uh, oh, I, I was gonna put an offer in on it. <laughs> oh, and it, but listen, hold on. I want her to say something though. You were not going to put a full asking price offer. Right? I was not. All right. All right. However, the spread is there. Like the money is there. When I'm looking at the numbers, it's right. I'm comfortable with that. All right. What about you, Gary? Yeah, I think this one is doable. I I think you can make this one work. You got enough for your repairs. You got enough for your holding costs. If you don't go too crazy, you'll make a pretty good profit. All right. So I I agree. I think this is a, a decent deal. Um, you got, you know, you got some work to put into it, but you don't have that far to go. And during this year, if if I'm a fix and flip during this time of the year, this is the type of project I want where I don't have to do a lot of roof work. Um, I can get the concrete done between now and a couple weeks. And then the rest is really interior work that I can do over the winter and have it back on the market, possibly have somebody in their house for Christmas. Right. That'll be cold, right? All right. Any, if anybody in the comments, any any of our viewers want to uh, vote deal or no deal, just type it in the comment, and we gonna move on. 
So, Janita, you said you got another one you want us to look at, right? Yeah. Um... Oh. Hey, hold on. We keep we we just gonna keep this one show. Are we gonna split? Yeah. Yeah, we live for this one. We doing we gonna we gonna um analyze these deals and then we're gonna talk about Bank of America tomorrow. All right. Rich, how you want me to send you um these photos so you can analyze this property? Email it to the uh to sorry email. We're gonna pull it up and run through it real quick. In the meantime, you can send me the address and I'm gonna pull it up in a group chat. All right, hold on one second. Is it on, was it ever on real comp as well? I didn't check it. He literally just sent it. All right, give me the, um, give me the address. Is it, is it, what city is it in? Detroit. All the, right, address the address is 14466 Longview. It's on the east side. Fourteen four six six. Yes. Oh boy. Okay. I know this area. Gary, you know this area? Yeah. All right. A lot of quick claim D activity going on, but I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> All right. Let me see. It's how to get you these doggo photos. Hold on. All, All right. right. So this this the property years ago when it was listed. This is back in the probably in the heyday of it. Four bedroom, long view, and listen. You, you're not sharing, Rich. You're not sharing. Yeah, I'm about I'm about to share it. I'm about to share it in one second. All right. Uh, why is it flickering like that? Let me figure out something here. Um, take this one out. In the meantime, while we're doing that, I see um, Audrey said, go ahead, Al, make that deal. Um, all right, can you guys? And Cordell, is this Cordell's property you're talking about? Yes. Okay. So we're going to evaluate this one for this. Let me get this. Did you email me photos? No, nah, I'm sitting here trying to get them. Um, I asked him to send them via Dropbox, but he don't see Dropbox. So I'm about to... Um... Okay, just so I'm right just now. gonna, I'm just gonna pull up. Man. I got um, enough. This is enough, though. This will do. All right. Is is it a uh? How many bedrooms? Is it well, four bedroom, one bath? Yes, yeah, four bed, one bath. Let me see if this share come up and um. All right, there we go. All right. So this is the property. This now keep in mind, full disclaimer, this is an older photo. A lot of times we can get details on the property from when it was previous previously listed. Right. So this is 
the property over the years in the MLS. Damn, I seen three thousand. Did we see three thousand? Look at that. Yep. That sold for three thousand. What year was that? This was um, this was two thousand and ten. Better, better get, better get you a Bank of America loan so you Don't can buy houses now while they cheap. Cause somebody gonna be ten years from now, they gonna be like, man, that house was fifty thousand dollars. Why ain't buy it? Yeah, this is so, all so right. Pull up the um, current photos, Rich. All right, and, um, let's go for three thousand two thousand eleven. So a year later, it sold for less than the five than the fifty three hundred dollars. No, it had expired then. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it ended up yeah. only selling for the three thousand. Yeah. Yep. So all right. So this is the property: four bedroom, one bath. Right. <laughs> So before we look at photos, do Cordell want to tell us what he's paying for the property or do we want to tell? So let me ask you this. Do we want to tell us what he's paying or do he want us to give advice on what he should offer? How, what is the question here? He in the comments. Well, he was in the comments. Yeah, he in here. So we we just we start pulling the comps now. And this is fourteen four pick six. You know this area, right, Gary? Yeah, it's, it's you well, know me, this area all too well, don't me you? Me personally, it's not one of my favorites to be investing uh -oh. in. <laughs> uh oh. Cordell, you uh oh, he said I'm here, so we gonna. Mm -hmm. All right, you now you saying not invest for um personally, for for rental properties and flips or either. Neither. He's oh, he twenty five, oh. y'all. He said he's. Are you from the Are you from the West Side? Yes. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole for that reason, too. Like, yeah, I, I, I own homes on the, on the east side, though. But I just, have, just too. Personally, yeah, just it's, it's different east and west to me, personally. But we, that's a whole nother show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 25000 Rich. Twin, you can't go too wrong for 25000 on any part of the city. But True. you you can um, do better. Let me put it that way. It depends on what the condition is. Like, if it's moving ready, it might work. So I'm gonna analyze this first. We gonna we gonna see what some of the comps say, and let's see. Not a lot of activity. So for anybody that's out of town and don't know Detroit, all the drivers is own environment. Like if you if you using yep. comps and you see all the drive, just ignore it because it's got its own market value. Compared to the surrounding neighborhoods, so this is on how to drive. Exactly. <laughs> so Wade is not really that much of a uh, we, the area, but not so much the property itself. When did that sell? Yeah, two thousand. This was sold uh, twenty-two, just May of this year. And they had a bidding war out of this world. Yeah. I think this was actually, hold on, let me see something. I'm going to do the thumbnail so we can just see the summary of all of these. So Corbett was 29. This probably was a fixer-upper. It said investor special. That's active right, right now. Yep. Um, 
Promenade is sixty-one thousand. It's probably an owner. Oh, it say no showings until accepted offer. So this is probably tenant occupied. What I'm looking for is a similar frame property, similar to the Longview property. Um, Auto Drive. This one down the street for, from Longview for 12. It's probably tore up on the inside. There's a lot of people that jump on them, though. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, Shaka said, some people fix them up themselves and save the money and they make it happen. This 14201 long view, they don't have any photos, but it sold for 45,000, three bedroom. Um, it don't have any remarks. It got photos, Reg, click on it. Oh, it sure do. Agent, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. for 45. So if you already 25 into it, so Cordell, if you could type in the um chat, what is your what what is your estimated ARV that you came up with? Or somebody told you it was worth. Is he buying it? After re, after re, after repair value. Make sure they people don't be knowing what, what that is. I mean this like this house looked like it was owner occupied and they just kept it up pretty well. Either, either we need to see what him, I mean. We can probably tell him what we think the ARV is, but I want to know what the his repair budget is in in that house. When you buying it for twenty five, it looked tight already to me. It looked like this yeah. is already you know, a, a tight deal. And Gary already said no. So, <laughs> but let's I'm go. I'm trying out. to wait wait on the numbers, but I think it's gonna be pretty tight already. Like like Shaka said, I don't see a lot of wiggle room. Um, yeah, because a lot of times we know these areas already, and we know like if you're trying to sell it to a um, owner occupant buyer, well, it might change. They getting Bank of America zero down. They might just buy it. But his roof look newer. He got older windows. His siding is wood siding. I need to be painted. Yeah, I gotta uh, pull up these um, photos. Um, Kate. K K McWayne 112 um where the players dwell asked us to 4153 Somerset for 39k. We can evaluate that one real quick too when we done. But just based on this, this 67, again, it's East Auto Drive. East Auto Drive. Um Bonita's a little bit. I went, I went back and went a half mile out. Bonita's kind of like over that Whittier Maross area. That's a little bit of a different market. Amdale is 44. Um, just uh, Rosemary is 90s brick, 1,500 square feet, three bed. Um, I'm the deal is too much of a gamble. It's too many unknowns. It's not enough. It's not enough activity over there. That's that's not a flip. That's a for sure. At best, it's a buy and hold, and you just got it. The numbers got to make sense for you at that point. It's not a flip at all. Yeah, Janita, did you send the um? Did you send the the photos? So here's here's what I would say without even seeing the property. If it's move in ready and it's um and it's like cosmetic work at twenty five thousand. For a buy and hold, 
it's I I feel it's a I feel it's a deal for a buy and hold. A well, buy and flip, I don't see the spread. Yeah. Yet. So what? What's yeah? Your thoughts, I sent them from the Tassari. Yeah, I sent them from Tassari. Uh, so there's in Tassari sent box. You ain't seeing no virus, did you? I don't see it. I don't know what happened. And I sent it's two emails. I think we blocked you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Well, look. Uh, who is K M K McWayne? Yeah, we're going to evaluate that. They said they um, brought a property for 39 on Somerset. Mm -hmm. Now, Gary, you know the East Side. I like too, Somerset. Right? Yep. Yeah, Somerset. I like Somerset. What's your thoughts? Somerset, just, just here in the street, um, that's that's not a, a bad area over there. Yeah. So, when so you, that's going to be Morningside, probably, that 4,000 block. Yeah. yeah, when you get closer to Morningside or East Singers Village, it's a different market than when you cross over Harper, going north of Harper. And like west of Whittier and everything, because that 10,000 block, um, 9,000 block of Somerset can get kind of iffy over there, and then it gets decent again around the late 10,000, like 10, 8, 10, 9, 11,000. But then, um, back down in the fives and fours is where it just depends. So, we'll look, look at that. Well, so, based on the numbers that they gave, purchase price 39. Uh, all in 105 for the ARV at 150. The numbers work, they right. do right there, but they do work. Yep, we'll run some comps real quick though and see what it's looking like. So, going back to uh Cordell's property, I said yes on a buy and hold if it's moving ready with minor cosmetics, maybe like less than 10,000 cosmetics. Yes on a buy and hold, no on a buy and flip. Uh, what do you say, Janita? Nope. Nope. Nope on both. Um, buy and hold is probably not that bad, but it's still like for me, it's still too challenged in terms of the area. All right. You know, and like people don't want to. You know, people not running to be over there. It's risky. All right. What about you, Shaka? Only if they can do it for seventy five hundred or less. If you got to spend more than seventy five hundred dollars, it's a no both ways. Okay, and Gary, hmm? uh, the same buy and hold just just because of the area. Um, and now I'm just looking at the big picture of um, the security of the area, trying to get it together. It just just being a headache. Um, just just speaking personal experience. Um, so if he can get it, like I said, under ten thousand as far as repair, then he can do it because it's definitely a, a rental area over there. So other than that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what y'all right. think the rent is over there? Um, right now he probably can get eight fifty for it max. With, yeah, yeah that's probably gonna be your max. Yeah. So yeah, if you more than thirty two in it, then thirty two thousand in it's a no. All right. Yeah, he's gonna have to hold on to it for a little bit, and it'll be. Yeah. Because people, people in those other areas are going to have to, um, you know, eventually have to move. It's it's going to spill over from the better areas. And the, the more unaffordable these other areas become, then people are going to start buying at 60. But those prices are going to eventually get pushed up, especially mm -hmm. if they're getting zero down loans with no credit score. Mm -hmm. 
right. Where do you think that area traditionally? That area over there traditionally was probably what, like an eighty thousand dollar area. Just yeah, I mean, before, you know, before the, yeah, yeah, before the crash, it was like eighty, eighty-five was probably about the max, depending on the home. The brick ones, you probably was pushing about a hundred. Um, Cordell said twenty k in it. Is that twenty k in renovations? Because if not, then yeah, if that is the case. That's a no, that is a yeah. no. Don't buy that for nothing. Don't do nothing in that deal because he forty five in it. Yeah, and it's it's not enough spread. No. Yep. All right. So we looking at the Somerset property. Um, here. Oh, this is this is a nice property. They didn't have any exterior and interior photos at the time, but just looking at this. Um, um, all right, so um, it was 39 and then 105 all in 150 ARV. I definitely agree with the ARV, but let's take a look at it anyway. Damn, there's a lot of activity over there. Yeah. And this is a this a hot area. Like you can you can be just several blocks away and it's a whole different ball game. So I'm only gonna look at properties that are repaired over there. I'm not gonna even bother with the distress sales. And I'm only I'm just gonna do within that quarter of a mile. So just looking yeah. at this right now, you don't have a lot of competition. It's only two properties active on the market, right? Um, Hold on, Reg. Before you go further, uh, yeah. Cordell asks, so he said this house is a wash. So, so is, I mean, does he own this house already, Johnny? Oh, it ain't a wash. It can't be a wash because you already own it. So you got to see if... Uh, what would I do in that situation? What would y'all do in that situation? I would, he owned that house. I, I would sell that house, land contract. I get somebody to give me like five to ten thousand down for four hundred to five hundred a month. Let them pay the taxes and insurance, and sell it for more than what I paid for it because your land contract buyers typically gonna pay a little bit more in most cases, and just collect your money over time with interest. The highest you can charge. Right now, Michigan is, is like 11%. I would charge something closer to current rate, collect your money plus your interest and be done with it or fix it up and rent it out. But a fix and flip is just not the way to go. Or you could take your L right now and try to take that money, take whatever you can get for it and try to take that money and try to make it up on another deal. And yes. I think you, I think you can sell it what you brought it for. I know a good realtor, <laughs> but no, I think you can sell it for what you brought it for, though. There it is. So, All right, we can go. So it's not a complete loss. I think you can get your money back out of it. You but. did not look at them photos. Oh, it's, <laughs> are you saying it's bad? I mean, he just started, and so yes, it's bad because he's in the middle of construction. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's the. So I tell investors all the time, the worst phase in a flip is when you at the gut process, because if the property is together, but it's outdated, you can still find a buyer for it. Selling it while it's gutted, 
it's hard because you limited to strictly investors, investors that's yeah. willing to pick it up mm-hmm. and finish the project. So you got to get over that hurdle and then try to sell it once you get it somewhat back together. Or, but if you just buy it and hold it, you're pretty good. I mean, you, you you can write that. You know, like you said, I, I feel like sell that mug as is. Uh, hopefully, you know, you you got some taxes you need to write off. Take some L's. Yeah. I mean, it's everybody got a different investment strategy. I would say get as much out of it as you can, or if you think finishing it um, will get you to a break-even point, then that's good. You might have to sit on it for a while to break even. That's the market kind of do some corrections. It's, it's still going to move upwards. It's just not as fast. Yeah, I think if you got the money and, and the budget to hold it, um, I think that's a good area. Um, if you could just hold on to it and keep it secure, I think you're in a good good position. <laughs> you better sell that house and get on out of there. <laughs> and that's, that's what's real about this because, like, we all got different opinions on the same property and we all do well at investing. Everybody just got a different inv- invest- investment strategy, but we all got a different investment, a risk tolerance. That's it. Right. right. That's so it. So right like now. Gary, Gary keep going right back to if you can keep it secure, like put dogs Red, on it. Red, that's that's my thing. Cause like I said, I'm investing. I just I've been burned personally with, with break-ins and stuff like that. So that's what I tell my investors. That's where it starts. Don't tell me about granite countertops and all these lightings. Like secure your property. Um, that's that's the main thing. That's one of your first one or two draws that you make to your contractor, securing it, uh, whether it's camera or security or whatever you're gonna do. But um I t- I would say keep it just because I mean we all know the main areas that our investors call us about East English Bitters, Morningside, Bagley. You, your university district. So, um, if you anywhere around those, um, I, I, that's why I just keep saying hold, you know, hold that one because you know eventually it will come back around. Um, you know, that's that's a, a, a standard of, of maintaining of a good area over there. It well, here's goes the, uh, but then so that's he, his community yeah. too. Like, you know, he can he can spend time, you know, investing into that area, things like that. Like, pe- people are going to invest over there to develop in that area. People are moving in. It's not as blighted as it used to be. So I don't know, like, like Reg said, I like that land contract option because you get a bulk of your money back and you, you're able to earn interest and it's still land at the end of the day. Yeah. So. No, hold on. Y'all think he can get a land. So hold on. Who we selling? So to sell that on a land contract, he's selling a land contract to an investor. Well, no, no he going to put them walls back up and sell it to somebody who want to own a house for, you know, dominant, you know, an economical so price. So he's gonna rehab it. So you say he's gonna continue to rehab and then land contract it? He gonna yeah, he yeah. gonna get it to where somebody can take it over. So, like so a lot of my land contracts, I got it like I call it white box, right? Mm-hmm. Where yep. everything is solid in the property, they may have to come in and put in their own furnace or their own toilets, right? Mm-hmm. But the structure, everything is structurally sound for owner occupant. That's not trying to pay a hundred thousand for a house that don't have ten percent or three and a half percent down and good credit and all of that, right? They gonna come by this house as is. They got their tax money back and they ready to put a down payment. And the payment's so affordable, they not gonna lose it. So four or five hundred dollars a month 
and you do that and then they'll pay you five seven years with interest and they pay the house off hold you on got some money so back. where he right. selling the house at he's selling that house at what fifty thousand? it did whatever right. numbers work for him to not take an l because I don't know how much he got to put back into it. Well, he's saying 45. He's saying he'll be 45. He's saying he bought it for 25. He may not have to put 20,000 in. He may not have to put the whole 25 into it. Depending no, he bought on it for 25. He, can, he, he bought it for 25. It. We need to get him on the, uh, we need to hear him. We need to be able to talk. I told to him. him to jump on stream. I don't know what he's doing. I can, I can send him the invite if he wants to. But look, here's the other thing, too, we got to keep in mind. We're assuming he can afford to hold it between now and then because you got to factor in your security costs, which Gary mentioned, your utility costs, and your property taxes, right? And he's already made in the comments like he's been through a lot with this property. So he can't take an L on it. So this is something where, you know, getting with a good investor-friendly realtor that understands investing on the front end so you don't make these decisions bad choices and then on the back end somebody that can help you out to get out of the situation now the l may not be twenty five thousand. you may take a three thousand dollar l and be out of there right yes. so you know you know when sometimes somebody said um, send, send me the link so i can send it to him sometimes you can't afford not to take the l and keep it moving yeah here i'm gonna send him a, um uh, i think i can send it to him and here i'm just gonna put the i'll send you the link here and then you can copy and send it to him so let me go on to the um the other property let's go back to what was it somerset we was doing so Somerset, what y'all think about this? Just looking at the comps overall. Deal. The deal. Yeah, it's a goal for me. Let me see Nottingham. All right, so Nottingham. Let's look at that. No Twilight folks. <laughs> Man, ain't funny. Yes, it's not bad. So, uh, it ain't the best bathroom job, but I mean, it's decent. They got carpet and luxury vinyl plank all through it. Uh, yeah. Like they just painted it. They probably, they put some windows in is there. Is that carpet the in the kitchen? Go back, go back. What is that? What the hell um, is that? Yeah, this is the kitchen. Oh, that must, is that the oh wait a minute. Unless it's like a laundry room. Laundry room? room? Yeah. That's but still crazy. Still. They put carpet in there. Like, bro. Yeah. I don't want carpet. Nowhere is water running. Um, no yeah, I mean, that's just without even seeing the condition of the property. I don't so um what was that? 105 all in, 150 ARV. Yeah. Um, I I think that's real doable. So the question was, I'm hoping to get 150 based on based on this and only 17 days on the market. And that sold back in um sold back in July. Um hey, this Aaron sold this. Um Aaron, 
and Joe uh, on Jolene's team, the one we interviewed with Aaron yeah. and Ernie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, got a pretty good realtor there. Um, <laughs> they did Buckingham one seventy five. That's like top of the market, but it was a five bedroom. But let's just see for they didn't put a lot of um, yeah they didn't put a oh they did put some photos in there, not a lot but. And it so it took 112 days. It was originally listed at 190, and then when they dropped it to 175, that's when it sold. So I don't think that's a comp. But go back. Uh, let me see what else you got. What, what else you got in there, Red? Let me see. Um, one. One nineteen for, but it said it needs some TLC, so it's it needs some work done on that one so this summer set for 80 um it's an ass is sale subject to probate court approval so that's not a good comp yeah i think the 150 is doable this one on somerset sold for 140 four bedroom That's fake the fire in that fireplace. <laughs> I tell my photographer, do not do that shit. Um, yeah, kitchen looks looks pretty good. What y'all think? I think it's a deal. So yeah, I think it's a deal. I think for the purchase price, where she at again. So here's the thing. So 105 all in so 39 purchase price 105 all in so somewhere about 70 65 or so in renovations mm -hmm. even at 105 all in even if you fell short of 150 you're still making a profit right um the market is gonna do what it's gonna do at 152 right here on berkshire even though it's almost a year old when we look at comps over six months old, what we're looking for is like a, a basis that some appraisers may have to go back because there's not a lot of activity in the area. If we're talking just a quarter mile, it's not a whole lot out there that's comparable. And we didn't want a lot of distress sales. So, and then you really don't have any competition. I would try to get this house on the market as soon as possible. Why it's nothing to compete with, really. What's y'all thoughts? Deal. All right. I'm going to let Cordell in the room so he's going to tell us about this. But let's vote on this. So, Gary, you say deal? Yep. Even though it's east side? <laughs> no, I like that east side area. So I'm, that one's okay. good. Yep. So you're not you're not east side, west side. You're about that neighborhood. Exactly. Right? No. Now, like I said, I own some houses on the east side, but um, it's just certain areas, though. So this okay. is good. Shocker, <laughs> deal or no deal? Deal. Deal. Jaja? Yes, deal. All right. And I'm going to give it a thumbs up, too. So I like that. All right. Let's, let's get Cordell in here. All right, Cordell, you you on? I see. I think I see you. Let me stop sharing this screen here. Yeah, so you can see everybody. Yeah, he he said he in there. So you yeah, I'm in. So you already bought it. You purchased it for twenty five thousand. Are you saying you twenty thousand into it right now, or it's gonna cost you twenty thousand? Well, I'm I'm close to about twenty thousand in right now. 
So you 45 all in already? Yes. Man, I hear him. So, yeah. but but it's gutted right now. Like you haven't even started putting it together. It's, oh yeah, yeah. All the drywall and all that, all that stuff up now. I um I sent you the picture of the the bathroom. I just got to put the faucet, sink, and tub in. I mean the, you know the uh the fixtures and the toilet, and the vanity in, and um uh, and just finish the uh the bath. I mean the kitchen, and that's 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 it. That's all I'm doing. I hear what y'all saying. So you say you got uh, finish the kitchen. So you have it. So you still got a. So you still got you. You got your flooring in. I mean, you, you, so you have you still got to paint it. You still got to do your flooring. You still yeah. got to do your kitchen. I mean, all, all that all that's gonna be within the twenty. That is my budget. Oh, okay. All right. I, I well, haven't spent the twenty yet, but yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at twenty. That that is the most. All right. So so what I would suggest is going if you can afford to finish it, gonna finish that boy out, get it on the market. If you can afford to where what's your original intention to buy it as a rental and hold it as a rental? Man, I don't know what I was doing. I <laughs> I, I, I was thinking I was making a mistake for a minute, but you know, it came with new windows, doors, all, all that stuff that you see on the photos, it came with that. So okay. you know. The the bulk of the uh the fix up was was already fixed. I just had to take care of the inside. Okay. But, but shit, it's it's just hard trying to keep <laughs> trying to keep your cousins and and, and your uh, other family members out of it. So I had to I had to start sleeping in the. Hey, that's what Gary said. Can you afford? Have you heard of the dog system? D A W G S. Uh, still, no. The steel doors and windows. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I never. Heard. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that might cost you, but um, I mean, it's probably one of the most secure things you can do. But yeah. if you sleep in there now, you might as well finish it. And then, um, I think I personally think if you put it on, if the job is done right, you yeah. can put it on the market and get you a um, first-time home buyer to buy it. For forty-five, fifty thousand, because we're we're in the market now where something like that would cost a buyer maybe about three fifty, three seventy-five a month to own that house, uh-huh. right? And then with all the programs that's out there, we'll sell it. You might get an investor to buy a turnkey if it's like really done right. You can't you can't half-ass the work though. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I, I definitely can't have that to work. Um, okay, so as far as like with the lots that came with to it, because I, I bought a, it, it was a, a lot came with it too, right next door to it. Don't don't. I mean, y'all can give y'all opinion, but I don't. I don't base in because in the city is so many side lots. Yeah. Most buyers don't, especially an investor. They don't have any value. They not an investor gonna buy it for the house for what it is. Uh-huh. That is just extra. Whatever you spend for it, you might break even on it. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's an area where there's already some traction and they building over there, but I don't see any value in um getting a side lot, especially if you're just trying to get out of it without taking a loss. Tell me what y'all think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I would. 
try to finish the rehab and, and sell it and probably break even, uh, expect to break even. That's what I'd be looking at. Yeah, I did not want to hear that, but. Yeah, that's the real though. So that's the reality of where you at for me. Yeah. I feel like you was at the spot. If you could break even, that's great. Because right. it's, a, it's a chance that you won't even break even. But if you can uh, finish the rehab and sell it and break even, like you say, you get sell it to one of these, uh, sell it for 50 uh, to a to a first time home buyer. I think he's gonna be at around fifty because if he's twenty, he forty five into it, he's gonna have his taxes, his closing costs, his holding costs. Fifty is gonna be a break even point. Okay, so 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 what what's actually making it? You know, what I'm saying so low. Is it just the area itself, or yeah, you don't have no souls, you don't have no comps over there to that's carrying a, a, a um, more than fifty. What do we see? I didn't even see fifty. That's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah, it was the comps. I mean, the, the area is what it what it is. The comps give you a basis of what's what the value, what the market value is, what buyers are paying for homes for over there. So, did you do any type of evaluation when you brought it? No, it was just a sweet deal. Like you know, I, my man was trying to sell it, trying to get out of town, whatever, and uh, I just bought it. I'm like, get it. Okay. Well. It, it was only a sweet deal if you were basing that on something. What did you base the values on? You say it was only a sweet deal because what? Because he said so, it. Yeah, you said it was a sweet deal. What did you base that on? The fact that it was cheap or did you do any type of analysis? Because when I hear a sweet deal, I'm hearing a property that's 45 and I got it for 10. Five. Right. Or or it's 25 and I don't have to do nothing to it. To me, that's a sweet deal. Somebody else, it might be 45 and they pay 35 for it. So okay. what did you yeah, what did you base your purchase price on? Just what they were well, asking or well, well basically I, I based my purchase price on on how, how it actually looked on the outside. I mean, the neighborhood is not really that bad. I mean, at least not that street. Um, it is, but it ain't, but it, but it is. Okay. So I'm just, I don't know. This is my first time and, and probably the last time you doing this. So well, look, I got a question. What did yeah. you, so when you bought it, what did you think that it was going to sell for? Um, I, I just figured, you know what I'm saying? I can put a couple dollars in it and, and at least get, make something out of it, make something happen. Right. You know what? So you ain't got to, so this is a good space so you don't have to not do this anymore you just need yeah. to next time come in there with the right team you need the you know what i'm saying like you need to come in there a lot more informed right you know what i'm saying right yeah definitely don't don't get discouraged um and you oh, no, i'm getting discouraged yeah, yeah just keep the long just make it a long-term play get it get it fixed up and, and maybe the values will come eventually okay so, um, i mean I, I mean, I, as I'm working on it, you know what I'm saying? I got people act, knocking on the door almost every day trying to, you know, see what I'm doing with it. One day, do I want to rent it? Do I want to sell it or what? I just told them, hey, I don't I don't know what's going to happen right now until it's done. So so I'm, I'm going to do one better for our audience, right? I'm going to do you a favor. So here's a couple of things I want you to I don't know if this is going to make you feel better or not. 
the block, no way. <laughs> the block is really not that bad, right? That's what he said, yeah. Right. So when we look at, and we are, I mean, I'm assuming Street everybody here from, from Detroit or know some of the area, right? Now, these, these photos are older, so we can't really... It's it's old, but it's it's somewhat. But stable. it's progressive in this in this situation in this scenario, right? Right. So let's look at this, right? The, in the history of Detroit, with all the vacancies we had, them houses would have still been standing. Now they're vacant lots. We don't tear down a lot of properties for nothing in the city, right? So yeah. when we talk about long term. Either these going to remain vacant lots or somebody's going to build there, but the neighborhood is not that bad. I'd rather see a vacant lot than see this house. And mm -hmm. eventually, I don't know if this house is still there or not, but the block overall is not that bad. If I'm looking at this house and it's fixed up or any of these houses and I'm a tenant, I would rent this house. You know what I'm saying? Compared to what else I'm seeing for rent in the area anyway. So it's not a complete L. It's just probably not the best investment strategy for the money that you had available. Does that makes okay. sense. So, so even with having all new windows, security doors, screen doors, new roof, you you still honestly think that was a bad deal? I mean, all that by itself gonna damn near cost about twenty five. No, I didn't say it was a bad deal from. No. Well, so I, overall, I if you're going to buy and hold it, it's not a bad deal. It's yeah. just not the best flip. Like if I'm looking for a flip, if I'm 45 all in, mm -hmm. I at least want to get 75 for yeah. it. Right? Okay. Yeah. Right now, the comps, based on the comps we've seen, yeah. wasn't supporting 75. But you might be able to put it on the market and list it for 70 and get it. We've seen that happen. Yeah. Right. So we can't count it out, rule it out. It's a bad deal because, for one, we haven't actually seen the property. But don't but count just, on that. Just based on the comps, we didn't see where it made a good deal. Like, I wouldn't have brought it for that price knowing I had to put the amount of money into it that uh -huh. you said based on the comps. I okay. would have tried to pay maybe 10000 right? If I could, twelve maybe. Five. Right, somebody else probably would have paid twenty, but just not me. Yeah. So now, if you're gonna buy and hold this for a rental property, it's not a bad deal. Okay. But you could have did a better deal for forty-five thousand. All right. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Yeah, that's 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 good advice. I I know next time. Um. Yes, I know next time. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I look at it a little bit closer too, um, Cordell. You say who? I said I'll look at it a little bit closer too. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean if you ever you get some free time soon, you know, uh at least let me get it together first and then you know we can touch base then. All right. Okay. All right, thanks guys for having me on. All right, my man. All right. Appreciate it. Appreciate you for coming on. Oh, I, yeah, for I, sure. We need more people to come on with their deals, but hopefully before, before they, they get up. Uh, Please. I mean, it's some good deals to be made. You just gotta have the right, um, you know. Some people just want to kind of get out here on their own and do their thing. 
For sure. I mean, right. but you, you, you got to come out here with your, you got to have a team. You yeah, you got, you just got to understand values and how to evaluate properties. Like if we look at, um, I mean, if I was going to put 45 all in or something, and I'm looking at something that's already ready. I mean, you got you got options out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. That's an, I don't know where I put. I gotta go back and put a city in. I'm just gonna put Detroit in because that's where he brought seventy six five. So you forty five all in. You need a minimum to me seventy five thousand dollar ARV. Now. I'm just looking at what he could have got for his money. Yeah, he could have got uh, some. Okay. What else lady. was available? Yeah, like it's it's it was other options that probably was a little bit either the area was better or the house was better in a similar area, and it was already, you know, somewhat um like here's here's the property. So this for our audience, and I don't know if Cordell's still on, but this I'll say it's moving ready. And it's thirty five thousand. You got some painting and stuff to do, but I mean, it's really just when we say just cosmetics. It looked like somebody already living there, so I mean, you got that option. You know what I'm saying? Versus going in and having to put twenty thousand into it. Some of these got tenants in them already, so but then you still got some stuff out there that need quite a bit of work. But overall. I mean, it is what it is. So, yep. but it happens. You got to find out. First thing, I think what everybody should have learned from that is, one, you got to know what your strategy is. Are you coming to flip or are you coming to buy and hold? That's first and foremost. Uh, from there, you can start working on your numbers. But, uh, you know, you have to, um, you got to have an end goal first. Yeah. Yeah. Got to know what, what am I getting into this to do? Good. All right. So, um, wait, somebody came in and asked a question. Let me put this. Have you all considered educating us on the process of flipping from purchase to selling? That would be very helpful. We actually do on our show, on our regular show, we've had um, a number of flippers and investors on private money lending, hard money lending. But I mean, we can just do a, a a class or you can do a one-on-one -on -one. just reach out to any of us gary works with a lot of investors shaka invests and it's a contractor jaja's an investor slash realtor extraordinaire and i i do it all too i just don't i don't work on the houses though like shaka <laughs> did. but yeah just reach out we'll we'll help you maybe we can have a. Uh... Yeah, we need actually we do have we have something coming up with that a little bit. Right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, we'll have some we'll have some more in-person stuff, but I mean you can always reach out and be like, hey, this is what I'm looking to do, and we can help. So the difference, I think can correct me too, Johnito. You can jump in. The difference with realtors that actually invest versus just the average realtor. What would you say the biggest benefit of that is, Johnita? Knowing the process of investing. The process. Yeah. Understanding it. Like, how can you get advice from an individual who's never done the work? 
Yeah, I agree. And that's what I try to tell a lot of people too. Um, you know, if, if you've done it, if you've been in these houses, vacant house, you, vacant houses, you kind of seen it, did it all from start to finish. Um, you can kind of um, give an estimate on the repairs yourself because you've been to Home Depot a bunch of times or or stuff like that. Um, you then negotiate it and stuff like that. So it definitely is important, you know, being an investor, uh, also being a realtor as opposed to just a realtor. Um, and being familiar with the city itself is, is just a whole different um, animal mm -hmm. trait it's, itself. You, you know, you should, uh, you know, know the area because, you know, different zip codes and different sides of towns is different. Um, you already said out of out of drive, West Grand Boulevard, all those are, are, are just different. So it's, it's definitely uh, beneficial to have a person that's um, invested it itself in the area. So so this is this is the key, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick test real quick. House in Palmer Woods is not fire damage, eighty thousand dollars. So as buying it or taking it, I am bidding above asking price. Right, <laughs> no doubt. So, so all of us to say yes. We didn't see the property. We didn't have to analyze it. We don't have to think about it. That's because we know the area. We know the value and we know worst case scenario, even if we had to rebuild that house, the numbers still work in that area, right? You said rebuild it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean. I looked at the park side. You did. Yeah. That's damn near what we did. Yeah, we rebuilt it. <laughs> yeah. um, it was something that I was going to say there in terms of, oh, we just did it here on this deal or no deal show. So the first, the very first property that we looked at, you had an individual, I don't know the background of the person who put the information out there, but they had a house and then they said, this is the, um, the acquisition price. This is the cost for the rehab. And this is what you're going to earn after it's all done. And it was totally, it was just, it was, it was inaccurate. It was not correct. Right. right? It was it was possible, but not not what we would do. Right. All right. Yeah, but so, the it was it was bad. It was bad information. But I'm I'm just saying like I'm a whole A lot of people. So Cordell was you know was probably purchased a house from an individual who was um you know he probably just purchased it for someone who was selling it and then he took at face value what that person said. So there are going to be people who are going to get those emails like that, that first house, and they're going to take it for face value. Oh, look at this house. This is the work. This is how much they said we're going to have to put into it. And this is how much we're going to put it on the market and sell it for. And they're going to buy that house and it's going to be a bad investment. Right. Yep. All right, y'all. So um, we will be back on our regular scheduled show, but uh, my, our next topic will be bank of America. <laughs> pros and cons we want everybody to like share and subscribe and all that good stuff and uh make sure you tell your friends your other investors we will continue to evaluate properties as they come across our desk we're going to do this often so stay tuned to our youtube channel we all on uh facebook and instagram and all that as well so before we leave gary where can the audience reach you at uh instagram gc underscore investor solutions uh facebook gary malik all right shaka uh 
I'm under uh just look at my name, K-A-S-H-K-A Williams. All right. He sounded oh. like one of them old men that be on the show that be like, I don't have Facebook. Just no, I got a Facebook, but I don't know if it's I think it's my name. I mean, right? It's your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just pull up Kashaka Williams. Yeah. You'll, you'll find yeah. him. It ain't too many Kashaka oh, Williams. They'll find it. Or Shaka H A K A. All right, Jaja. Yeah, right there on the screen at Jaja Sales Real Estate on Instagram. Johnita Stanton everywhere else. Google, Facebook, um, Yellow Pages. Oh, yeah, you do got to type <laughs> in Legacy Park there. Realty. All right, cool. All right, and I'm Regis Real Estate. You can um, just Google Reginald Perryman and you will find me on all social media platforms. Uh, Audrey Williams, put put your name in there. Oh yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Let, let me put let me put that on the screen. All right, so everybody can see it the right way. All right, Shaka was at the Wu Tang Nas concert. Yeah, Audrey yeah, had me at the Wu Tang concert. Nas saved that concert for real. Oh man, cut it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, you ain't even like the purple tape, wait. you? But See, you don't even know what it, oh man. All right, <laughs> we got to end on that note. Right. All right. All right, Jeff. All right. All right, take care.